Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I can and will be here with you for one more hour. I'm still here. Rochester, New York. Thank you to everybody at the University of Rochester, especially at the Medical Center. Thank you to all the deans, the students, the faculty who participated in the media for the movement tour. Thank you all so much to Special Olympics athlete, my main man, Chris. He's a huge Buffalo Bills fan. And we all we all think that uh, Josh Allen will be OK. We hope that he will. I'm actually I'm going to share that conversation with you tomorrow. I'm going to do that tomorrow. We, we, we have so many callers on the line that I, I have to get to. I just want to encourage you. I don't care if you're in Kentucky, Kansas, Miami, Michigan, Maine, Portland, Oregon, Vermont, Texas. You could be here in, in New York next to Buffalo. You could be in Rochester. I don't care where you're at. I encourage you to go to SpecialOlympics.org. Do that. But right now. We've been talking about coaches, the theme of coaches in in sports. Jacques Vaughn is the official head coach now of the Brooklyn Nets. They passed on Ime Udoka and left him up in Boston to rot. Jeff Saturday is trying to figure out how to be an NFL head coach on the fly. Just coaches. and Oh, yeah, by the way, Pete Cowell is like throwing Russell Wilson under the bus without doing it. I got Geno Smith. Geno Smith actually wears a wristband. It makes calling plays easier. What an old man jab that is. Anyway, I gave you a top six list tonight. It's what I do every Wednesday night into Thursday morning. And because of all these uh, coaches in the news, I decided to give you a list of some of the worst coaching performances and jobs ever. And this is a personal list to me. Let me give you a recap. At number six, I gave you Adam Gase. At number five, I gave you Rex Ryan. At number four, I gave you Bobby Petrino. At number three, I gave you Ime Udoka. At number two, so what? He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Tony La Russa, unfortunately, was a disaster. I hope he gets better. And then at number one, I gave you Urban Meyer. He started off in training camp by kicking a kicker, 
And then by the time we got to the regular season, after games, he was going out to bars and hanging out with women who weren't his wife. After losses. What a wild dude. A matter of fact, listen to Urban Meyer say sorry. Had a very um, pointed conversation with him, uh, owning a stupid mistake that I made. uh, And that uh, the job of a coach is to, number one, health and safety of a player. Number two is motivate him and bring out the greatness in him. And number three is uh, give him everything possible to be successful and get him a great locker room. And then get the heck out of the way. And I apologize for distraction with a huge week coming up. Yeah, well, there's a laundry list of things that he did, and and he got fired. (laughs) Now he's on television. What a loss, right? Meanwhile, I mentioned to you Pete Carroll, you know, bigging up his new guy, Geno Smith, and taking a veiled, quiet shot at Mr. Russell Wilson. This is this is what Pete Carroll had to say on Seattle Sports 710. If you notice Gino's going off the off the wristband, you know, and that's that's a big help. It's 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 smoothed things out, sped things up, um cleaned things up and and that's that's part of it too and and you know we we never did that before. Um there was resistance to that, so we didn't do that before. Oh. Well, damn. Russell Wilson just a bad guy. Well, Russell Wilson answered that. Listen, won a lot of games there without one on the wrist. Put it, you know, and uh, I didn't know uh, winning or losing mattered if you wore a wristband or not. Oh damn! These are fighting words, right? He sounds like two guys just just sit in a room and give each other a hug. Sounds like two nice guys. Yeah, it just sound like two nice guys having a fight. Ooh. He didn't wear a wristband. Well, I won, I won games without wearing a wristband, Daddy. Like, shut up. I bet you Pete Carroll whooped Russell Wilson's ass, though. Whoop a lot of people's asses, man. He's the youngest 71-year-old I think I've ever seen. Doesn't Pete Carroll, does he wear Nike Air Monarchs? He does, right? Uh, probably. He may coach another few years, by the way. I don't think he's done after this season. Nah, he's not done. Right. But he does wear the... Uh, he does wear the shoes, the Air Monarchs. They're, they're like they're like the dad shoes. That sounds right, and because he, he never stops moving either. Yeah, he wears the khakis and the dad shoes. Nike Air Monarch Pete Carroll. Hilariously, I saw. Oh yeah, Pete Carroll wears Air Monarchs. He does. I saw that LeBron James was making fun of those in a commercial, but I know LeBron James has his own line of shoes. I don't know who wears them, uh, but. LeBron James might need to wear some Nike Air Monarchs. He needs to wear some dad shoes. Because tonight, as the Los Angeles Lakers lost another game, 114-101, to the Lakers now fall to 2-9. and And LeBron James, despite scoring 30 points and having another just ridiculous showing, he left the game with a sore left leg? Like, what are we doing? What, what, what are we doing here right now? Darvin Ham says LeBron James is experiencing left leg discomfort and will be evaluated by the team's medical staff. LeBron James won't return to the game due to left leg soreness. Well, the game is over. The Lakers lost, and uh, LeBron's leg is sore. A couple of days ago, it was his foot. I think LeBron James just has a, a headache dealing with all of this with the Lakers, and part of it is his own problem, his own doing. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. As, as we talk about coaches who have just done 
a terrible job at one point or another. If you missed the full explanation last hour, it's easy. The free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Let's go to Paul and talk to him. He's calling from Boston. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Paul? Hey, JL. What's going on? Um, Sally, you know, I grew up watching this kid who actually won a national title. And you would never think someone from Boston, but this was uh, this was my favorite college football team and still is. But I'd have to say Scott Frost has to be on there. Yeah, and he just got the boot. He just got fired. You just said it. He was the chosen son out in Nebraska, and then they booted him. Yeah, I mean, it didn't help, you know, coming into practice hungover. I mean, there was a lot of reports about that, like, you know, leaving practice early to go out drinking. And, yeah, it was a mess. You know what I mean? Total mess. Well, And I, I, and I, was, and I was surprised because I actually thought, like you just said, you know, you know, he was like, won a national title. I actually thought he was going to turn that program around. I really did, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's too a, bad he didn't. It's a tough way to, to go out when you're on top and then you come back and you are the guy and now you, you've been given the boot. Part of it is on. I'll tell you this much. This is semi-related. I hope that Mickey Joseph gets the full-time job. Fingers yeah, crossed. Me too. Me too. Paul, I, I appreciate you, man. So far. No, no, thank you, JL. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling up from Boston. Chris is calling from Jacksonville. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Chris. What's up, JR? I'm just out here watching the uh, storm go by, and it's not too bad. You're, you're just watching the storm? It's not too bad? What you talking about? What do you mean? Hey, we're throwing hurricane parties for Category 1s down here. But uh, it's neither here nor there. Uh, I'm pleasantly surprised that uh, we have the same number one in Urban Meyer because it is egregious. But I figured you being in the national media, and I say that respectfully, it was going to be Pete Carroll's decision not to go with beast mode on the goal line in the Super Bowl, which, by the way, I might be the only person in America that didn't hate the call. And I'll tell you why. Do you remember beast mode's signature play? It should be a pretty easy one. It comes to mind. Who was it against? The one with, the, what, the rumble? The rumble? With it, yeah. The, the play shook? Okay. Yeah, against the Saints. So that, that's where he was good at. Now, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm accurate on this. Within two yards on the goal line, he was 50-50. So my only problem was it wasn't a play-action pass or a bootleg because then he would have been called the greatest, gutsiest coaching call in the history of the Super Bowl. Um, but it's you know, my take on that. Now, what, the one I called about, and I also have one that just came to mind during that, the break. That wasn't what you called about? There's more? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was okay. thinking uh, Pete Rose, his, his decision to uh, bet on his, his baseball team now – do I think the, the, the punishment fit the crime? No, I don't think he should have been banned for life. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. But rules are still rules, and this still is baseball. I think they've overreacted. But this is a sport who we know that McGuire and Sosa were juiced in the 98, but we threw them under the bus in 04 when the Mitchell report came out. So that was mine. And then one, I won't get into the specifics. It's, you know, it's your show. I'll let you uh, do that if oh you want to. Oh, my goodness. But, but uh, Joe Paterno at uh, Penn State. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah. We talking about, so, what, a Sandusky? Oh, man. Yeah. All like right. His decision to, to turn a blind eye. But uh, I want to go oh. on to that if you want to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll definitely call it again. I'm not. Thank you, Chris, for calling from Jacksonville. I'm not. Rex Ryan is enough for me. I don't need to get into uh, Jerry Sandusky. I need to take another deep breath. I didn't expect that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
Somebody's going to call me up. Oh, this is uh, unfortunately, this is also Urban Meyer related. Somebody's going to call me up and tell me Urban Meyer is terrible, too. He was uh, Hernandez. Oh, my God. 855-212-4CBS. Dan is here from Ohio. What's up, Dan? Oh, hey, can you hear me? I can. You're live. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I was just going <laughs> to I was just gonna say maybe that one year Jimmy Johnson coached the Dolphins. I think I remember that one time. I think that year the Jacksonville beat him, I think, 61-7. to Yeah, it was a complete ass whooping. You are correct. Yeah. I'll, I'll hang up. I just wanted to hear it. What you think about that? But hey, oh, no, it, it it happened. I mean, mostly when I think about Jimmy Johnson, I can think about the, the outlier time with the Dolphins, but I mainly remember him as being screwed by Jerry Jones. That stands out to me more. Dwayne is calling from Georgia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, JR. What's up? What's I going on? A, uh, I got a combo for you. Uh-oh. Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan. Oh man, are we are run, we just going back to the Super Bowl? <laughs> listen, just run the damn ball. How hard? I mean, you know, you don't have to be a professional coach to know in that situation you run the damn ball. Yeah, do you not? Well, do you agree? You're asking me about the Super Bowl. What do you What do you want me to say? The Falcons should have just thrown the ball until it was intercepted. I mean, what What no, am I supposed to disagree they, with? They, you're up what twenty twenty three twenty five. Three minutes to go. 28 to 3. 28-3, and you don't run the ball. (laughs) Matt Ryan takes a sack. I mean, somebody had to be calling the plays, whether it's Dan Quinn, Kyle Shanahan, whoever, called for Matt Ryan to drop back when all they needed was a couple yards for a first down, game over. Yeah, I mean, my my nine-year-old son could call that play. Devontae Freeman – you know, off the right tackle, two yards, game over. Atlanta Falcons first ever Super Bowl. So he what would what would you say if what what would you say if Dan Quinn became the head coach of the Cowboys? Uh good for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, like I said, Kyle Shanahan, he Kyle Shanahan just has one of those punchable faces, if you know Whoa. what I mean. I don't. Well, and what happens if Kyle Shanahan wins the Super Bowl this year? What are we gonna say then? Well, we're going to say he learned how to run a damn ball, probably. Okay. Well, uh, he Either might that be. or the offensive coordinator has done it for him. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Dwayne. Appreciate you, man. Hey, I love your show, JR. I appreciate you. Thank you. I love you All back. Right. No doubt. Rick is calling from Toronto. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for taking my call, JR, again. Yes. My choice is Bill Peterson. He was 118 for the Houston Oilers a long time ago in the 1970s. Okay. He won. The other one is Burt Bell. Burt Bell had six seasons coaching in the NFL. He had a losing record. He was 10-46-2. He's another example. And tell, back up. Tell me, tell me more about Bill Peterson of the Oilers. Why was he so bad? Uh, gee, I, thought, I lost that page on it. Uh, uh, you lost the page? I thought you knew. Well, he was, he had, in the 1970s, Bill Peterson was at Rice University. I told you in the past and he was so Uh-oh. terrible. Everybody thought he was uh, just an awful coach. You know, he's like Lou Holtz and everything, who shouldn't have been uh, coaching like that kind of a deal. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Rick. Okay. Thank you for taking my call again. Bye. No doubt. Oh, damn. 
I feel, hey, Shep, I feel like I just got hung up on. <laughs> I think he, I think he got kind of caught off guard himself. He got a little flustered because uh, he was reading off of something, and then his page wasn't flipping over properly. <laughs> Did he call me from a landline phone? I think so. But his, the guy that he is, he was referencing, Bill Peterson. Uh, he had like four winning seasons in his last four seasons coach. So I don't get that reference. Was he? T- wait, 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 wait. Which Oilers was he telling me about? The football Oilers in Houston? What was he, ta- what was he talking about? He was talking about the Houston Oilers, yeah. Oh, I didn't know what Oilers he was talking I about. I mean, he, and he, was, he, he was a horrible NFL head coach, but, but I don't think Bill Peterson, like, I think people, I, I can't speak for everyone, I think some people were missing the point of your list because it's like the worst coaching performances, not necessarily record-wise, but like oh, abhorrent behavior. I got I got Tony Larusa right on the list. He's one of the best, most successful baseball managers ever. Right, second most but, wins all time now. Yeah, don't mean he had no 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 crap. Yeah, this man just he was falling a he. Well, first of all, he didn't know some of the rules for the season. Like it, at one point during the year, he forgot the uh, the extra inning rule, and then he's falling asleep in a dugout like. I don't. I don't care how many wins he got. This was a crap year. You you can't take that away from him. So we all have our bad years, our bad days, our bad moments, and that's what we talk about. I'm not. I'm not looking at numbers or just strictly poor records. I'm thinking about poor performances overall, bad, terrible experiences. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two. For CBS, I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side, and I'm going to try to figure out what's well. I already know what's going on with the Lakers, and uh, maybe I'll have an update with LeBron and his leg. Unlikely. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I want to just thank you uh, for all you do for the nation. I've been very analytical and just looking at you, I can always say one thing. When you say, you know, I don't disagree with what you're saying, I think that's the biggest compliment that you give to people and your marketing edge is that you're doing it on the radio, which is like the telephone versus, you know, being in front of the camera. And you know your stuff, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're talking about coaches. Yeah, the bad ones. Coaches who have done a terrible job in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Why? Because right now in the world of sports, there's a lot of conversations around coaches. How about like Jacques Vaughn? God bless him. He won his first game tonight as the They took the interim tag off of his title. He's now the official head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, and they beat the New York Knicks tonight. And then even before the game, Jacques Vaughn had a a funny comment to say. He knows that the Brooklyn Nets wanted Ime Udoka, but he's like, listen, ain't nothing wrong with second place. Ask my wife. I guess I was the, uh, was that the write-in candidate in in the uh, minds of uh, 
of elections right now, but uh, I'm okay with that. I, I said to my wife, I might have not been her for, first choice, and uh, we've, we've been together 20 years, so, you know, it could all work out, so um, off we go. Loser mentality. You don't, you're not supposed to admit that. Don't say that in public. At least he's, very, he's confident in himself. I'm not going to run around and tell my wife, oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you chose me. I know you had other options. You don't say that. You're terrible. Coaches, Jacques Vaughn, officially the head coach now of the Brooklyn Nets. Let's see how this goes whenever Kyrie comes back, if he does. Meanwhile, in the NFL, we still have Jim Ursay. He's defending his hiring of Jeff Saturday. Listen to this. I've never hired a losing head coach. We're the fourth winningest team in the league. It's not about belief. It's about fact. What we've done, we're better than most all. It's that simple. Our record proves it over a period of time. So you don't have to believe much when it's there in black and white, you know. And the thing I'd say, you know, Al Davis has always been my biggest influencer in terms of football. I mean, Shula, Paul Brown, Tex Ram, yes. But Al was always number one. And if Al was here and you'd say, hey, Al, why do you think Jeff is going to be successful? He'd say three words. He's not scared. He sounds like someone who. He just sounds like someone who would be selling sausage on the side of the highway. Doesn't sound like an NFL owner. He just, just sounds odd. But what do I know? I sound odd. I'm I'm here on the radio with you. Anyway, coaches, how about this as well? Aaron Rodgers is going to take on his former coach, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers are going to be playing the Dallas Cowboys. And we know Mike McCarthy was with Aaron Rodgers for more than a decade. Uh, there was some love. There was some hate there. Ultimately, it ended in I don't like you. And Mike McCarthy got the boot. But having said that, Aaron Rodgers, he sat down with Pat McAfee. And he's just like, yeah. I look forward to seeing a guy. I love him. I'm going to give him a big old hug. I can tell you that yeah. much. I'm excited to see, to see Mike. Uh, shared some messages the past uh, past couple of weeks, and um, I know it means a lot to him to come back. I really do hope the reception for him is as warm as it, it needs to be. Well, you saying you're going to lead the way by giving him a big old hug? Oh, that's sweet. Aaron Rodgers has found something to be happy about because most times he just looks like a miserable dude. $50 million to be miserable. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're talking about some miserable coaching performances. Let's go ahead and uh, go to San Diego. Let's talk to Brian. You're on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Brian? Hey, JR. Uh, first off, on behalf of all of San Diego, I want to apologize for a caller a couple of weeks ago that could not name your show. Which that, is the that happened? Brief. Okay. I don't recall that, but okay. I was offended. I, I was embarrassed for our city. It's okay. I like San Diego, so we good. So, anyways, uh, San Diego Chargers, when they were San Diego Chargers, had their offensive coordinator, Cam Cameron, went to Miami 
Right. And it was a disaster. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't he didn't he have to take over after uh, Saban quit? I don't remember how it happened, but he went. Uh, he won one game. Yeah, yeah, it was fast. I, I barely remember him as Dolphins coach. I just, I remember it was a short tenure. That much I remember. It was one year. He went one in fifteen. Why? So why are you why are you beefing with him so much? Because he left San Diego. Like, what's the problem? No, I'm just saying it was a disaster. Okay, I mean, there's plenty of folks. They just have. They got crap years. I, I think most people would probably have a crap year trying to clean up Saban's mess, right? You're kind of dust. It's like David Cully. Like, you ain't doing nothing but holding down the fort until we find somebody else. That's a tough place to be in, though. Yeah, it, well, it is. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. I appreciate you, Brian. Thank you, man. Thanks. No doubt about it. Okay. Hey, what do we got here? Joe is calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. JR, appreciate you, man. What's up? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'd like to talk to you about like the worst coaches for Buffalo ever since, I'd say Marv Levy, but even Wade Phillips after him had three winning seasons. So after Wade Phillips, right till now McDermott, every coach from then, like, like 16, 17 years, they just came to die here. Oh, wouldn't you? I, I would. I would think right now that you would be happy with like what the squad is doing. No. Oh no, no, I am absolutely. I'm saying McDermott's doing a great job, but between Wade Phillips and McDermott, every coach in between, horrible. Okay. They they, they never they they didn't work here and they didn't work anywhere else. Okay. After. All right, well, listen, Joe, I wouldn't be – if I was a Buffalo Bills fan, I wouldn't be thinking about all the crap that we've gone through. I'd be, I'd be rejoicing in the right now. I'm feeling good about it, but it makes me weary of losing three or four Super Bowls in a row in the early 90s. Well, what's that got to um, do with 2022? We're looking pretty good right now, and, you know, I'm a, I guess I'm a, a pessimist. Yeah, don't, 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 don't do that, man. There's, I appreciate it. So listen, Joe. That that doesn't have anything to do with 2022. You, that's like right, that's sir. that's like saying the Red Sox were never going to win a championship for a hundred years. I mean, they actually won one, and they bust out like three of them suckers in no time. So you you never know, man. Hey, you're absolutely right. I'm hoping for the best this year, as you should. Thank you, Joe, for calling from Buffalo. Allen is calling from Maine. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing? I'm a first-time caller. Um, I just wanted to uh, talk hold, hold on, Alan. You got you got me on speakerphone. Yes, hold on. No, that doesn't work on the radio, man. That. What are you doing? Yeah. So I'm calling from uh, Minot, Maine, actually, um, but I've never called the radio station before. But this topic really got my interest. Um, we're, we're seeing something very different up here in New England in the last couple of years, as you know. Um, we're talking about a lack of a leader on this team. Um, we know that Bill Belichick is a great defensive leader. I mean, going back to the Giants, it's pretty obvious. Um, even in Cleveland, he held his own as a defensive coordinator. Um, but well, I think the buzz now is that Tom Brady may actually finish his career up here in New England. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? 
What are my thoughts on what now? Um, the fact that Tom Brady may actually be coming back up here oh, um, to bro. finish his career, whether it's oh, you know next God. year or the year after, he's on a fifteen million dollar oh, contract, and only one point, I believe, one point two million of that was an actual salary. Bro, you know how miserable that sounds. I don't think it sounds miserable at all. I mean, I think we have two very good um, backup oh. quarterbacks up here. Tom Brady's um, Tom Brady's current scenario in in Tampa sounds miserable. Tom Brady sounds does. Tom Brady sounds miserable. He looks miserable, and yep. I think after twenty years with Bill Belichick, the last thing he would want to do is sound miserable. I, I actually okay. So let yes. me explain what I'm trying to get at. Oh my um, god. Okay, so here we are up here in New England with Ugh. Bill Belichick, obviously one of the best coaches of all time, right? Yeah, I, I heard of him, yeah. Oh, okay, so why wouldn't you want to finish your career in one of the best franchises, you know, in the past 25 because, years, I would say? Alan, have you, have you ever been married? Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> wait, wait, have been married isn't like past tense, right? Right, exactly. Do, when when you when you and your partner dissolved your relationship and you've had time apart, do you necessarily go, eh, let me go back again? No, but I mean what's missing in New England here? I mean No, it's not about bro Allen. It's not about what's missing in New England. It's about going backwards. Let Tom Brady go forward. The next place that he needs to go is home. And that place looks done. Damn so, I, no well, home. Know, I, as I in his, agree with you. Except um, he that that boat has sailed. Uh, he had a chance to actually go to San Francisco. No, no, no. You don't understand, Alan. Home. Take his ass onto a couch. Home with a wife <laughs> and kids that he divorced. Home. Not no That's damn true. football team. You're missing the and point. That was a big choice he made, and I think he that, did. That and boat that, has sailed. Now his ass is, is, is paying for it. It has sailed, but he still has Maybe. a home. He, Alan, stop and listen to me for a minute. Listen to me okay. very carefully. When I say home, I mean not football. I understand the man is divorced. He has many homes where he can park his ass and stay away from 300-pound defensive linemen. That's where Tom Brady oh, Stop. No, it is true. Like, Thank you, you Alan. Home. Oh, my God. Alan, home. I had to hang up on Allen. Now I know why Allen's never called a radio show. Jeez. Home. Tom Brady don't need to play football after this. He's going to look real pathetic and sad if he decides to go back to New England. It would look pitiful to me. At that point, I'm going to really feel bad for him. Like, come on, bruh, stop. Like, what are we dragging this out for? And so telling me that that, that Tom Brady, yo, he, could, he already, the ship has sailed for him to go home. No, it's not. The man could buy a house worth millions of dollars just by picking up the phone. Pick a house and go there. It's the Chair Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Somebody else who might be closer to home is LeBron James. The Lakers lost another game tonight. They're 2-9, and nine, and LeBron had to leave the game with like a sore left leg? What, what, what's that about? He getting old. I know he wants to play with his boy, but soon he might need to stay home.
These guys can afford homes. Pick one and stay there. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR, man? I want to first by saying uh, I love the show and thank you for keeping it so real on so many different topics. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. This is always the fun part of the show when I have an opportunity to talk about another. Los Angeles Lakers loss. And and I don't care. I, I say fun, but it's like at least the Brooklyn Nets won a game. The Lakers are a disaster. They lose to the Clippers 114 to 101. LeBron James has 30 points. He exits the game at the end of the fourth. And by the way, 30 points, eight rebounds, five assists. He limps off the court before the end of the game. And they're like, his left leg hurts. Well, LeBron James, he spoke, and he's like, listen, folks, I'm, I'm okay. I've been fine. I've, I've missed one game. I've been fine. I don't – guys that like I've sat out every game this season or something, I've missed one game. And to be completely honest, if it was a playoff game, I probably would have played even though, you know, my, my foot was acting up. You old, bro. Like, what you expect? You're old. People are going to start going. And you have missed games over the past few years just with with varying muscle injuries because you might be older and in excellent shape for your age and you can still play at a high level. You just don't you just don't heal as fast. That's just factual. Ain't nobody thinking about, oh, you you missing one game. But when you walking off and you limping, man, that's. I didn't see that when LeBron was was 25 or 30. Darvin Ham was asked about LeBron after the game, and this is what he said. What do you know about LeBron's uh, injury at this point? Yeah, he's experienced some uh, leg discomfort, and we'll know more once he gets evaluated by our doctors. And so, yeah, the report was leg soreness, but that, what, you, are you not wanting to get any specifics of No, nah, I don't want to jump ahead of the curve. Like We, we got to let him see our medical staff first. And do you know what type of evaluation that he's going to need to go through? Not as of right now, no. Rub some dirt on it. LeBron James got a lot of money. Rub some dirt on that leg and, and keep it moving, bro. Anyway, the Los Angeles Lakers are 2-9. and nine. And somehow, some way, the Utah Jazz, Laurie Markinen is a new human being. The Jazz are 10-3. and three. Let me say that again. The Utah Jazz have a record of 10 and 3. The Los Angeles Lakers have a record of 2 and 9. It's going to be a long season. 855-212-4CBS. Let's get to some of your calls before we have to roll out. Dom is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief show. Hey Dom, go, hey go ahead please. Uh, thanks for taking my call, bro. Um, on the topic of, of the coaching, uh, yeah, North Turner in, in San Diego and the Chargers were over here had all the best years of, of Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. Had guys like 
like Vincent Jackson, may he rest in peace. Had LT, you know, had so much talent. He had like eight win seasons with those guys. Got bounced by the Jets one year. That was Nate Katie's fault, but he got bounced by the Jets one year. Uh, made an AFC Championship game and lost. He just can't. I don't know if you can say he was, you know, terrible, but just wasted a lot of good teams that he had at his disposal. Okay. Well, thank you, Dom, for calling from San Diego. Let's go to Seattle and talk to Rick. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, so I wanted to share my take on, I guess, terrible coaching performance. I just feel like Michael, Mike Singletary, when he was the coach of the Niners, it seemed like he was just screaming at the players like every single game. And I don't know, man, that, that didn't sit too well with me. I mean, apart from the fact that the Niners just did bad that season. Yeah, wasn't there also an instance where he dropped his pants? <laughs> I forgot about that too. I yeah, think. <laughs> well, I mean that's. Hey, I I, I didn't. Not that I, I go to sleep thinking about it, but I remembered it. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, thanks, thanks guys, having a great show, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that, man. I don't know. That was just a terrible year for the Niners overall. All right. Well, thank you, Rick, for calling from Seattle. Yeah, Mike Singletary tried to make a point, so he pulled down his pants. He's just, I guess that's old school? I don't know. Cameron is calling from Iowa. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you loud and clear. All right, perfect. Yeah, no, in my opinion, uh, maybe a little biased because I'm from Wisconsin originally, uh, but when Jason Kidd coached for the Milwaukee Bucks, his – you know, off-court performance was atrocious. He uh, drove Larry Sanders to essentially quit basketball and, you know, set our franchise back for years to come. He he had Giannis playing point guard. You don't want to thank him for that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to get started on that. You don't? You don't? What do you mean you don't want to? Uh, Giannis is not a, not a point guard. I mean, he ruined his shooting percentage. Um, oh, my <laughs> and he's having success in Dallas, and, you know, he said he learned from his things in Milwaukee, but when he was in Milwaukee, is absolutely egregious. Okay. I, I do want to give him credit for allowing Giannis to bring the ball up court and initiate the offense. I, I want to give him credit for that at least. Sure, sure, I guess. Okay, all right. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you, Cam, for yeah. calling. He's like, I don't like Jason Kidd. It doesn't matter. If I want to talk about the one Jason Kidd coaching nonsense that stood out to me is when he – uh tried to get an additional timeout by spilling a drink. Tyshawn Taylor. Yeah. D- 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 what did he tell him? He's bumped me. Bumped bump. him and said, call timeout. The water's getting it spilled. He's like, bump me, bump me. Like, next time, just punch the ref. Arthur's calling from New Orleans. Go ahead, Arthur. Can you hear me okay, buddy? I can. All right. I've got two of them. Uh, both going to have a little something to do with the Saints. First one, when Dixus came here, he had already climbed that mountain. He wasn't looking there. Oh, you anyway. talking about Mike? Mike dressed when Mike Dick was wearing a dress with Ricky Williams. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. What else you got? That's, about the, that's the best thing you remember of him about. Okay. Then the other one um, that I'm thinking about affects the same directly, and you mentioned him, Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. He had to do a terrible job at Miami, but paid dividends for us in New Orleans because he cut Drew Brees. Yeah. So you know that, right? 
Yep, yep. Well, he he will claim that he had nothing to do with that. He will blame the doctors. So Nick Saban to this day, he, he, he doesn't necessarily want to take full responsibility. There's a lot that he passed the buck on when it came to uh, yeah. Drew Brees. Yeah, well, we can we can just talk about that one. But uh, well, thank you, Arthur. He's a great coach. He's a great coach. I don't know uh, if he lives up to everything that goes on well, in his life. He, well, it's nice to know that they probably won't be in a playoff this year. So I'll enjoy that. Thank you, Arthur. Well, thank you for taking my call, buddy. Certainly, Rich is calling from Chicago. Go ahead, Rich, quickly. Hey, Jar. Hey, I'll, I'll be quick. Uh, no, you two won't. things. Your earlier caller took Ditka, so I won't get into him, but. Trading the entire draft for Ricky Williams wasn't a real smart move. But the guy who I think is in first place, maybe not with Urban Meyer, that's a great call on your part, but but the the Lions coach, Rod Marinelli, who went 0-16. No wins, yeah. Yeah, who was a D coordinator. And on top of going 0-16, his team was last in the league in defense. Now, how, how can that be? Easy. You got crap players, Rich. I appreciate you, my man. Say about no doubt. I was wow. kind of quick for Rich. I was gonna say, damn. damn. Wow. He was quick. Rich, oh. Rich is a good man. Wow. Thank you, Rich. Now I could actually say a few things. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you to everybody for, for hanging out with us tonight. I want to thank everybody here in Rochester. I'll be hanging out here for a little while longer. And I want to thank everybody at the University of Rochester. The Medical Center. I also want to thank everybody with the Galasano Foundation. We talked about them last night. And tomorrow I'm going to share with you some of the interviews and some of the amazing people that I met. We had a jam-packed show, and I didn't want to rush it. So I'm going to go ahead and share a lot of that information with you guys tomorrow. And maybe tomorrow I eat a garbage plate. Somebody called last night and said, hey, while you're in Rochester, eat a garbage plate. And I'm like, "Uh, do, do I want to do that? And so a big thank you to my main man, Ben. A big thank you to my main man, Mike. A thank you to everybody here at 95.7 The Fan in Rochester. And thank you to everybody listening to me right now on CBS Sports Radio. I'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you miss me in the meantime, it's simple. You can find me everywhere at JR Sport Brief. Thank you all so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you for listening. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Why? Amy Lawrence. She's up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.